Welcome to another episode of the Connects Podcast. I'm Steven Onzo, your host, and I'm here today with David Nuolni, Market Development Director of the Healthcare Market for RTI. David, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me, Steven. Absolutely. Uh, we have a lot of exciting things we want to talk about today, but in order to kick things off, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do here at RTI? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I've actually been in the uh, embedded space, specifically the embedded connectivity space for uh, about 18 years. I started my career off in hardware and more specifically there in, in semiconductors. So uh, I started there and you know, really about five to, I think it was like actually year seven into my career, took a hard look and I really loved technology. But at the same time, you know, you really do get something out of helping people and looking at, you know, different technologies that can really make a difference for the next, you know, 10, 20, 30 years. And, uh, definitely seemed at that time, which was, you know, the 2006, 2007 timeframe that healthcare and healthcare technology was, you know, really a, a great place to be. I think the market was ripe for disruption and, uh, you know, we had a, uh, a nice opportunity to, to take a look at that market. And, uh, that's really what I focused on for, uh, we'll say kind of the second half of my career. So the last uh, 11 years has been focused directly on healthcare technology. Of those 11 years, nine of them were spent at, uh, Freescale and NXP, uh, working at really, you know, selling, marketing, and, uh, some strategy product development around connectivity chips, specifically for the healthcare and medical customers. And just one of the higher level trends that we saw in that space was the just pervasive of connectivity and the need for connectivity software, which is really what indirectly brought me to uh, uh, RTI roughly two years ago. So you have some experience in health, a lot of experience in healthcare. You're a true subject matter expert. So let's start with the basics. Healthcare has been an industry facing some significant challenges over the past few years, trying to balance patient care with cutting costs. What is the current outlook? What's keeping these hospital administrators up at night? Well, Stephen, it is an interesting problem. I mean, I mentioned I've been focused on healthcare technology for uh, 11 years, and I think a, a lot of the same driving factors that caused me to, you know, pivot my career then are uh, honestly still apparent, and I think have even gotten worse today. And uh, really, the, the the two kind of high level, you know, mega trends is the great news is we're all living longer, but I think by living longer, we're putting more stress on our healthcare system. By putting more stress on our healthcare system. The costs are continually going up. And I think these providers are really in the tough spot of trying to run an efficient business in a situation where they're needing to provide more care. They are trying to adopt new technologies. And unfortunately, those new technologies are really just costing more without providing a lot of the uh, efficiencies, I think, that, you know, they, they expected and promised. And, you know, I can tell you being part of the industry for as long as I have, I, I even myself kind of made the mistake of looking at connectivity in general and thinking that that would be the, the savior for the healthcare market. And I realized that just connecting things isn't going to solve all the problems. Once you, once you connect, you, you really open up a, a whole new set of problems, which is, you know, some complexity in terms of systems and systems networks. In some ways, you've actually exposed some new and interesting security concerns and considerations. And, uh, a lot of us, we all have, you know, Wi-Fi routers. We've got all got, you know, Bluetooth devices and we realize that, uh, you know, sometime even wired and wireless networking isn't a hundred percent fail safe. And how can you actually run a hospital, uh, a connected hospital that is not 
up a hundred percent of the time, a network goes down in a, a hospital environment. And I mean, really people's lives are at risk. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a, a really interesting dilemma, high healthcare costs, providers trying to solve the problem through technology, really just increasing costs without making that significant improvement in the, the quality of patient care. One data point that I think always hits home with most folks is, uh, when you start talking about, you know, leading cause of death, I think everybody thinks of cardiac disease and cancer. You rarely think of preventable uh, medical error as, you know, something that you, you could die of. And uh, unfortunately, that is the case. You know, it's one of those cases that I think, you know, provides a good case for connectivity systems and systems of connectivity in terms of making a lot of this technology work together. So all of that said, you have a lot more medical devices. You have a lot of connected medical devices. I mentioned that you do have some challenges with that. But at the end of the day, having access to more data is going to be better. And I think that's really what we're all trying to strive for in this industry is getting access to data from more devices and being able to make sense of that. And unfortunately, one of the issues is just interoperability. So you have a bunch of devices from different vendors, actually different year classes from different vendors, all with different data models, all with different connectivity frameworks. And with that, you don't have that larger systems and systems or, or, or platform framework to uh, be making decisions off of. So a lot of challenges for these uh, healthcare CIOs. So essentially, this is a data connectivity challenge, but in highly complex, high stakes environment. Yeah, I mean, that's really exactly what it is. It breaks down to data and hospital administrators, clinicians, nurses, everybody wants access to more data. But then I think that the, the next piece is once you get access to more data, you soon realize you can get inundated with too much. So you need the data to make decisions, but how do you make that more efficient? And that's really where I think one of the buzzwords in the industry, you talk about AI, that's really where that comes into play. But that's where AI needs to be used, you know, really in the right context. Uh, it needs to be used with the, the, the right data. I think uh, another piece that uh, I think is well known just throughout the industry, maybe not well known uh, outside is, you know, there's a lot of focus on the electronic medical record and publishing data into electronic medical record and then doing some sort of analytics on that. And the short of it is the electronic medical record is a good start. Yes, there is some data there, but that was designed much more for a billing tool than it was for a device to actually make patient decisions off of. So kind of going into the garbage in, garbage out model, you know, running AI on a tool that wasn't designed to be used as a clinical tool, you know, may not be the best system. So having data connectivity in terms of near patient data is, you know, really something I think the entire industry is striving for. And this really highlights the point that you were talking about where you can have these systems connected, but it's really what you do with the data once they're connected um, in terms of monitoring and then optimizing, maybe going into AI and autonomy after that even. It's truly where you get the most, where it benefits the most. Exactly. I mean, I think the key today is in the industry, you have a lot of major medical device companies as well as a, a group of companies that I guess loosely are called MDDS vendors or uh, medical device data systems that, you know, these folks really today are, are striving and working on platforms that not only connect their devices, but also provide, you know, an ecosystem for different applications to, to live on top of. 
And I really think that's something that we've seen in honestly a bunch of other industries are these cross vendor platforms that really allow the apps uh, and app world to be uh, expanded upon. So I want to take this opportunity to talk a little bit about um, how RTI fits in this. What is RTI doing to help customers navigate these data connectivity challenges? Well, it's definitely one of the great things about RTI is I think we're right in the middle of these data connectivity challenges trying to help our customers. So I mentioned, you know, I think we all thought connectivity was going to be the the savior. And at the end of the day, it ended up, you know, really just introducing some some new challenges and some some new issues. A lot of those around, you know, reliability, of the network, security, of the network, interoperability between the uh, medical devices. And I think that's where RTI comes in with a, a connectivity framework that really solves a lot of those problems or really just addresses a lot of those those challenges for our customers. You know, the, the real you know message that we have to the industry is, you know, don't go reinvent the wheel. I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, the, the folks that we're talking to and really selling our, our core product connects to these folks are medical device companies. I mean, their core business is medical device. It's the analytics. They know they live, breathe patient data. They understand the patient. They understand the clinician's needs. And what I just mentioned is this data connectivity challenge. Why should, you know, these companies be, be forced to use their precious engineering resources to build out these connectivity frameworks and connectivity resources when you have companies like RTI that have essentially built something that is kind of what we consider medical grade? It's a medical grade connectivity framework specifically for these medical devices. The topic of connected healthcare, healthcare IoT, it's getting a lot of attention now. What do you think? Is this something that's the next generation will benefit from, or is this something that's actually starting to be implemented today? You've got different variations, I think. I think, uh, you know, healthcare has always been, you know, I think rightly so, slower to adopt brand new technologies. I mean, they like to have it tried and true in, in other industries. And when most people think of, you know, the IoT today, uh, it is very, I'd call it cloud-centric. And cloud-centric is kind of going back to what I mentioned is, yes, you might publish some uh, patient information into an electronic medical record that may be in the cloud, that may actually be, you know, on-prem. So kind of, you know, going back to healthcare's, you know, slower moving, a lot of them are still using on-prem data centers. Some of the more forward-looking ones are, are moving to the cloud, but you really haven't kind of got to what I'm kind of considering the holy grail of, you know, the Internet of Things is taking everything back from this central cloud compute into more of an edge computing type architecture. And that's really, I think, where all industries, you know, healthcare included, are really going to reap the benefits and the efficiencies of the healthcare IoT. And that's, you know, really squarely where RTI and Connects is, you know, positioned to play. Yes, you can use a, a Connects DDS data bus in the cloud, and I'll explain that a little bit later, but its ideal use case is near patient data, uh, edge computing, and uh, laying that foundation for, for AI. So slightly a long-winded answer there, but I think at the end of the day, connected healthcare is going to be an evolution. Some of it is happening today, but I really think the biggest benefit is you know, somewhere in the order of you know, five to 10 years out. It seems the healthcare industries have this if it's not broken, don't fix it because we are talking about people's lives. And, you know, maybe this has been working for a long time and I don't want to try something new on this patient because, you know, it's worked in the past. But it seems like in the next couple of years, we, we will take that leap and uh, there is definitely room for improvement there. 
For sure. And healthcare in the United States and, and some of the other markets, I mean, it's still, it is a business. And I think we're, we're just now getting to a point where, yes, I think healthcare in general has been slow to move on these things. But now we do have this kind of looming cost problem that it's time to go, you know, utilize really some of the, you know, technology tools that have been embraced by a bunch of other industries and bring that into healthcare to help really just drive down cost and, uh, you know, hopefully at the same time, improve patient care. Well, within healthcare, what other areas in healthcare are benefiting from pervasive networking? There's actually quite a few. Obviously, for me, the connected healthcare movement and healthcare IoT is the, the, the biggest one that applies to all medical devices in the entire healthcare system. But when you kind of break that down a little bit, just in terms of, you know, high performance networking or high performance connectivity frameworks, you know, really we're seeing those uh, not only in these large scale healthcare IoT systems, but even as a single medical device gets more complex and has, you know, higher performance, higher security, higher reliability type requirements. And those couple areas are uh, really throughout medical imaging. So x-rays, CT scans, uh, MRIs, and there's actually some, you know, really cool products on uh, roadmaps out there in the future where you're, you're really kind of fusing images from all three of those and bringing them together into a, uh, a singular view or taking multiple views and creating 3D images. So uh, again, a lot of really new features, new product requirements are driving this need for a, uh, a medical grade connectivity framework like DDS. I think another area is medical robotics, which, you know, those of you that are familiar with RTI and other industries, I mean, that was really kind of the foundation of connects in general. I mean, it was a robotics connectivity framework and architecture. And now you're seeing more and more uh, medical robotics applications, you know, ranging from probably the most uh, widely used, you know, surgical robots like the Da Vinci system, I think is probably the one that's most, you know, well known in the industry, but there's wide variety of, of others, uh, all the way down to things that you might not even consider a robot, but like laboratory automation. I mean, those are, you know, literally fully autonomous systems, which is exactly where uh, a high performance connectivity framework works very nicely. And then another area that I think is just emerging, and it kind of aligns very nicely with the healthcare IoT is uh, the medical simulation market. I think in terms of training, there's a lot of industries that are really embracing simulation and training and uh, doing that, you know, not on patients and actually doing it in a, uh, uh, a simulated environment. And that's another area where I think, you know, a lot of the benefits of having a, a secure, real-time, interoperable, you know, network to create this kind of systems of systems for some of these more complex medical simulation projects. So, Again, long-winded answer, but I think, you know, the short story is there's a lot of different areas as these products get much more complex where, you know, something like a Connects DDS can benefit. And I want to go back to imaging real quick and just ask you, can this sort of technology be compared to like an autonomous vehicle where we're taking LIDAR, radar, camera, and fusing these together to get a better coherent view of the environment around it? Is that kind of what we're doing with imaging taking all of these uh, applications and just to get a better sense of what its environment is? It's actually a great question. I'm answer this a couple of ways. I think, you know, you're keen to pick up on the imaging piece, mainly because you look at the, the different sensors that are coming in an autonomous vehicle. And that's exactly kind of what you're doing in the imaging application is taking in a bunch of sensor data and then, you know, recreating that image. But I'd like to actually, you know, take that, you know, a little bit 
larger thought and think of, you know, I liken the autonomous car almost to uh, a patient room in a hospital in a IoT connectivity type application. So think of that patient room has, you know, multiple sensors in terms of a patient monitor, a ventilator, respirator, probably multiple infusion pumps, all of those things now communicating together and really working as one, which is exactly what that autonomous vehicle is doing, taking in a bunch of sensor data and actually making real-time decisions. Right. So, you know, I don't think we're quite there in healthcare, but my my vision would be is, you know, step one, get the data. Step two, start putting in clinical decision support. But in theory, if we can drive a car, taking in sensor data, making split-second decisions, there's really no reason we shouldn't be doing that same sort of thing within a, a hospital room. There's, there's no reason we shouldn't be controlling potentially autonomously controlling infusion pumps via data from that patient monitor. So the nice thing is the technology is there and it's being developed. Honestly, the autonomous vehicle space is one that we're staying very, very close with just because a lot of the challenges that they're facing and they're going to navigate, I do believe are going to pave the way for a, uh, a much smoother transition into connected healthcare. It makes sense. That's an exciting comparison. I've read that the average hospital room has 10 to 15 devices. In a 500-bed hospital, that could be about 7,500 devices, all spewing out information that, for the most part, can be ignored. How does ConnectDDS help the healthcare providers on that ward? And even more importantly, how does it help the patient? I think it uh, almost comes full circle. I think it really ends up helping the provider, which in turn ends up helping the, the, the patient. You have a provider that can really focus more on that patient. That patient's going to get a, a higher level of care. I think the first thing that comes to mind in terms of Connects DDS, how does it actually help, is putting some context, you know, first and foremost to alarms. I mean, it sounds like a really basic concept, but in a hospital, if you, I mean, if you go there, you're going to hear something alarming all the time, right. or at least see something maybe looking like it should be alarming, like flashing. But that's because really 95% of all the alarms are false alarms, which then completely desensitizes uh, any of the clinicians to actually using the alarms, which then potentially puts you know the patient at uh, higher risk. And really the reason for those false alarms is the inability for all of the devices in a patient room to communicate with each other. They're essentially all set up one-dimensional, looking at the, you know, specific limits for their device rather than, you know, to me, taking in all of the data from that patient and coming up with a real clinical decision based on more data than just one singular data point and then having an alarm per every single device. Right. Providing that interoperability, providing that platform for all of these devices or sensors within that room to, to talk is really what provides that foundation for clinical decision support and autonomy. It's almost like creating a new medical device out of all of the medical devices, you know, in that patient room, in that hospital, in that hospital network. So it's, I mean, to me, we'll get a little bit more into how we do that in terms of the technology, but it's to me, one of the most exciting things about uh, Connects. So I want to take this opportunity to get a little bit technical uh, and talk about the technology, specifically about Connects DDS. Can you tell us about Connects DDS, what it is specifically, and how it works in terms of data centricity and interoperability? Yeah, I think that's a perfect transition to that. So Connects is uh, 
the, the core product that RTI provides. I mentioned it's a connectivity framework and specifically in the area of healthcare, we like to use the terminology of medical grade connectivity framework based on top of, uh, the OMG data distribution service standard. So that's a, an open standard and DDS just as a foundational technology is what really allows all of the connected components of a complex system, in this case, an IoT system, work as a single integrated solution. And I think I mentioned a couple times exactly what that looks like. You know, multiple devices uh, within a hospital room all really coming together, sharing their data with an application that can do, you know, either autonomous support or clinical decision support. And it does that by sharing the data in real time, very reliably, securely, and in a syntactically interoperable format. So we mentioned interoperability a couple times, and, and that is one of the, the key pieces. And looking at this as a foundational technology, uh, we've looked at a bunch of off-the-shelf connectivity frameworks and uh, uh, software specifically in this space. And it's safe to say that RTI Connects is really the only one that meets all of the needs of mission-critical type applications, where literally people die if data does not arrive on time where it needs to. People could die if that system gets hacked in any uh, in any way, shape, or form. And uh, the interoperable format and the interoperability is really just what provides these medical device manufacturers a platform for connecting a variety of devices to, to generate these systems and systems of systems. So again, it's a, a fantastic technology and to maybe take this, you know, one level deeper, how exactly does it operate? We'll take a hospital room for an example, but think of a hospital room where you now have a shared data space for every device in that hospital room. So the data can be really transferred from any device to another device in real time. I mean, this is, when I say real time, I mean like embedded real time. This is like millisecond type real time. So it's uh, really this shared data space ends up, you know, really operating like a database for future data rather than a database for data that's already existed and having to go send a message and actually request that data. So what you end up getting is you get this uh, shared data space. You have no single points of failure. Uh, you have a high level of security around that data, specifically by data type that's being output from each of these devices. So you can you know, really limit any sort of effect to your performance at the same time, create a uh, very reliable, highly secure system. So at the end of the day, you have you know any devices that are on that data bus, all getting all of the data they need exactly when they need it. And that's really what you need to provide that kind of foundation for a platform and a foundation for AI and autonomous systems. This is actually a good segue because RTI has announced Connect 6, our latest product release with features that will benefit the healthcare industry in particular. Can you tell me about this release and what it offers? Yeah, so Connect Six is really just building off uh, foundation of our, the RTI Connects products that we've we've had in the market for years, specifically for mission critical type connectivity. But this one specifically, uh, we captured a lot of the the requests and requirements from the medical device community and uh, around some of their kind of key pain points. And we just mentioned initially security. I think that is one area that, you know, we put some additional focus on in, in uh, the previous release of, of Connects, but then also expanded on in terms of Connect 6, so some enhanced security features. I think one that uh, 
you know, really gets the attention of a, a lot of the medical device communities. The fact that we made some improvements on top of what we already had to architect the solution specifically for uh, regulatory approval. And that's really why we call this a medical grade connectivity. So, you know, in our prior generations, I mean, we've already been designed into a number of FDA cleared devices per IEC 62304, which is really the uh, specific IEC specification that designates exactly how you build and test uh, your commercial off-the-shelf software. Uh, we do treat, or our customers do treat that as uh, soup or software of un- unknown pedigree or providence. And what we provide to those customers is a, uh, a very robust quality management process, a uh, quality development manual, development process diagrams, as well as uh, any sort of requested test data. And uh, we do support, you know, on-site audits from both our customers as well as uh, the FDA. So it truly is something that uh, is what we consider, you know, a medical grade connectivity framework has been used in these medical devices and uh, really put a lot of effort into, you know, creating a, a very robust offering there. And the last piece is product longevity. I think that's something that's going to be exceptionally key. And I don't think I've stressed on it enough here is we talked about these connectivity frameworks. Um, we also talked about, you know, just healthcare in general being, we'll say, you know, less of an appetite for change and risk, you know, don't risk anything if you don't necessarily have to. Connectivity framework decisions, whether part of a healthcare IoT or part of a, a complex medical device are generally made in the, the medical device community once every 10, 15, maybe even 20 years. So you need to have a fundamental shift in the market to make that change or drive that change. And the last thing you want to do is completely, you know, rewrite something as uh, detailed as your data model. And one of the features we put into Connect 6 is uh, expanded our extensible types, which really allows a consistent expansion of your data model. So as more data becomes available, you can add to that data model and it stays backwards compatible with your previous devices. So, you know, as these customers adopt DDS and then come up with their own data model, they now don't have to worry about new features or new sensors becoming available and not being backwards compatible. They now have that ability to be backwards compatible, which allows them to really standardize on this connectivity framework as they would like for the next 10, 15, 20 years. I know we touched a little bit about interoperability um, when we were talking about the technology, but I wanted to ask you, how does Connect DDS tie into other operations? Really, it breaks down into a, a concept I mentioned a little bit earlier in terms of, you know, platforms of platforms. It's kind of been interesting, you know, in my two years now at RTI and seeing the different use cases fundamentally connects as a connectivity framework ends up being this kind of underlying data connectivity platform for a, uh, you know, a larger scale healthcare IoT platform which then can tie into not only patient data, but you talk about operations, can also provide a significant amount of operational data for that hospital. You know, when you start talking about uh, a move to value-based care, I think one of the things that you you hear in the industry is we don't have the data to actually do that because we're not tracking what's going on in that hospital. And now you can. You can start finding out things like what really is 
my bed utilization? What really, you know, how often am I actually using some of these medical devices? Where are all my medical devices in my hospital? So just by having this connectivity platform, it does tie into both the clinical and the operational side of that hospital. So on on the surface, it sounds complicated, especially to people who are just learning about this type of technology, DDS, may it be Connext. Is it difficult to use Connext DDS from a user experience standpoint? Well, I can say we definitely do our best to make sure it's uh, as easy to use as possible. I think the you know fundamental thinking it is uh, you know a, a slight different way of thinking in terms of most people when they're thinking of connectivity they think of a broker based messaging protocol, and that's really a, a fundamental difference from the the way DDS works and the way we communicate. But really the fact that we do it different with the shared data space and the data bus model is really what's unique and allows us to be that, you know, foundational technology for these platforms of platforms. So that said, we understand that we're kind of coming from a place that is different than what people are used to. And because of that, we provide a wide variety of tools, demonstrations, video tutorials. Uh, We have a great webpage all about getting started with uh, RTI that actually has, you know, from the download of that software to getting one of our uh, vertical market specific or application specific case and codes, which is kind of what uh, we call a, a demonstration platform. So something someone can can download and begin working with immediately. And then, as I mentioned, the, the video tutorials of actually, you know, showing one of our either services or applications engineers working with the software. We have all of that from a, a web-based perspective. In addition to that, I think we have some of the other common things that you, you see out there, a, a very uh, robust community of support that's constantly being looked at by our own support team. And then lastly, I think it's just become commonplace for any good software company these days that we have a full-featured services team. So depending on how much of that work you want to outsource or uh, uh, work with us on, we do have you know folks that are experts on our technology that are available to you as a customer to really kind of extend the reach of, uh, of your engineering team. Right. And the technology really is, like you said, a pair, like like a paradigm shift. It's different than what people are used to before. So it's great to have all these resources here because, uh, in order to really understand, you'd kind of want to just start off clean and let's figure out how this, uh, new model slash architecture works. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, to comment on that a little bit further, I mean, if you're only making connectivity decisions, you know, once every, you know, like I keep saying, you know, 10, 15, maybe even 20 years, you need to have an architecture that is, to me, as future-proof as possible. And I think the one just high-level technology trend that, you know, most people are familiar with is just this trend from centralized computing to edge computing, back to centralized computing, back to edge computing. I think, you know, it's even before my time, but, you know, there were mainframe PCs where they did all the processing and then pretty soon it was, you know, the personal computer and it was back to, you know, distributed. And then I feel like we started really taxing our personal computing devices that we needed to go back to much more of a data center kind of cloud centric model. The next big trend is going to be edge compute. And that's really where uh, this technology is going to find its, uh, Ventral home. I mean, that's really what the technology was designed for. This is also a good segue because I was going to ask you where you see this industry going in the next 5, 10, 15 years. And you did just talk about the industry, but how do you think RTI will play a role in that evolution? 
I guess I'll just elaborate kind of on some of the comments I just made. I mean, the, the future is definitely connected and that's honestly not just a something healthcare related. I mean, you can't not hear about the IOT and I kind of joke about it in that, you know, I started my career in what we call embedded systems and now every embedded system has some sort of connectivity component, which means really embedded systems are now the IOT. And if you have all of these devices that are going to be connected and all of this data, you know, being sent to the cloud is just not a, uh, a model that's set up for specifically autonomous systems. I mean, the, the latency of sending all of this sensor data to the cloud and trying to make sense of it and then sending the data back doesn't make sense. So that, that trend of edge computing is coming. I think it's coming for all industries. And healthcare is going to be the one that, I guess, in, in my mind, arguably is going to have the most to, uh, to, to benefit from it. Right. Definitely a huge impact. Well, as the conversation starts to wind down, David, I want to ask you one more question. Where can companies in healthcare find more information about Connects DDS? Well, good news is that's an easy one. We've actually just uh, uh, revamped our website, added a bunch of uh, new content. So, I mean, I'd advise everybody. I mean, if it's something you're interested in learning a little bit more about, come to the website, www.rti.com. And then within that, you can click on our industry page, uh, healthcare. And uh, within that, we have white papers, uh, case studies. We have uh, a variety of videos. We even have that some sample code from the uh, healthcare-specific casing code. And then in terms of sub-applications, uh, we do have a page on medical robotics, a page on medical imaging, and then some uh, high-level material on kind of the connected healthcare or healthcare IoT. And then uh, just another plug for our Getting Started page. So if it's something that you definitely think you want to take a look at and begin learning, get to the Getting Started page, You know, download a copy of uh, the latest Connects software, which is probably likely Connect 6 when this goes out. And uh, go to that Getting Started page, watch some videos, and uh, get up and running. Excellent. Well, David, I want to thank you very much for coming on the podcast. This has been very insightful. Uh, is there anything you want to leave us with today? I think I mentioned it earlier, but just to reiterate, I think there's going to be a bunch of industries that are going to be adopting IoT and IoT concepts. But uh, the, the healthcare market is going to be one that probably has one of the most profound impacts on our lives. And, uh, you know, we really have the opportunity at RTI to improve patient care, make treatments more accessible and more cost effective, and uh, hopefully help generations, our own generation and generations ongoing live longer than ever before. So it's really a fantastic time to be working in, in healthcare technology and uh, at RTI. Excellent. Well, once again, thank you very much for coming on the podcast and for everybody tuning in. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.